listening to. You are listening to Mother Load Mystery Week. Holy Jesus. What the hell is that? We can't make machines. What is that? They're born meat and they die meat. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to <laughs> welcome to the podcast. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were gonna taper off there a bit. Oh, it's all good. We can keep going though, right? Yeah, yeah. How's it going, guys? It's October. It's it's a spook spookaween. That's Halloween. true. That's true. Getting close. It's getting close. Um, what are you gonna be for Halloween? I. My girlfriend had a great idea to be uh, Bob Ross in the painting. Uh, one of us could be Bob Ross, and one of us could be the painting. Nice. Who's Pretty who? good one. Uh, we haven't decided yet. Cool. I'd rather be Bob Ross since I got the mustache, kind of. Yeah. And she looks like a painting, so. Oh. That's sweet. She's a masterpiece. Oh. She's a masterpiece. Hot dog. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I, we're thinking about that. We normally don't dress up, though. I miss, like, high, Halloween always reminds me of high school for some reason. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, because Donnie Darko and, like, that whole, like, movie takes place on Halloween. Mm-hmm. That's what I attribute Halloween to, but I, I don't know. That's, yeah. I don't know. I don't think... I don't... Like, I didn't really do Halloween until I was, like, a young adult. We oh. didn't, like... We used to just, like, ride bikes around town and shit. Like, yeah. we didn't, like, do anything, like, bad, like, wreak havoc like a lot of kids do, but... It was just a night that we could hang out all night and the cops never hassle us. So we'd right. sit out till like three in the morning just riding at the skate park. Yeah. Yeah, that's you cool. Know? Yeah. Drinking those Buku energy drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What'd you do this week? Uh, Not a whole ton, actually. Just a lot of work. Um. That's a point blank question. Like, what did I do this week? <laughs> I don't know what I did this week. <laughs> I worked a lot more. I feel like I worked a lot more than I usually work. Uh, we drove out behind Tuolumne one day. Yeah. Checked out the new road. And that's something that we're going to talk about later. There's in a new the, road? In the episode. Yeah. The, well, what do we talk about right now? Let's talk about it right now. The Buchanan Road that they just redid. Let me find it here. The behind Tuolumne City, if you guys don't know, going out towards Cherry Lake, sections of that road going all the way towards Cherry Lake washed out after the rim fire and with the drought and with the heavy winter we had last year or the year prior, year prior, I think. Um, so the forest, I feel like I talked about this before on the podcast. Anyways, the forest fixed a lot of their roads. The county owns the road that goes from directly behind Tuolumne, past Westside Trail, down into the canyon, to the bottom where there's a bridge. Right. That's county county maintained road, so the county's responsible for it. Yeah. Over the past year, they've been like fixing it and making it. It stops know, at the bridge. Their ownership. Their ownership. I think it actually stops past the bridge, but they finished the road project at the bridge. So who owns it between there and the lake? Forest Service. It's Forest Land. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. So Forest Service owns but past the bridge to Cherry Lake. Yeah, well, the... the Or somewhere around there. You go down to the bottom of the hill, there's a sign that says, like, Stanislaus National Forest. Right. If you make the right and go up Murphy's Road, 
that's like that's where the new bridge is at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not Wait. actually crossing a bridge unless you turn right. There's a new bridge. Yeah, they put a new bridge in. We should check it out one day. You you dig it? Huh? Okay. You can't jump. Off is it tall? No. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Is uh. Interesting. I did find so, like, right where the campground is at. That's there's a new bridge there now. Is that you know where Riverside Day Use is? Or that's um, not the campground. The campground's past that at River Ranch. The Day Use is at where the first bridge was. Yes. Yeah. That's the bridge they replaced. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the the cost the the wait. So sorry. sorry. Where did the washout happen? Which one? The most recent. Oh, one. I don't. Uh, the one that they're fixing. The, they, you, they, said, they you said there's a new the, road, right? Isn't there a new road to? They just fi- redid the road, essentially. Um. Oh, okay. There's not a washout. There is now. There, there wasn't what? one. So okay. So the Forest Service fixed their part of the road way further back in, going towards Terry Lake. The county redid their road. The county paid sixteen million dollars to. Repair it, the Buchanan Mine Road Bridge, and they reconstructed two miles, blah, 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 blah whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally finished the Friday before the storm that we just had. Yeah. They finished the Friday before. Like, they got the lines painted, everything set up. And uh, immediately after, during that storm, we had a there was a rock slide on that road. <laughs> so, so they had to go clean it up. And now... They're estimating another million dollars to fix the rock slide. Jesus. They cleaned the rock slide off, and uh, but in, in the process of doing that, they realize that there's a rock the size of a house that's kind of like sliding down the bank. Oh, my and God. And they're saying it's moving about six inches. This is a... Uh, you aren't going to see this on the news. This is what when I talked to someone from the county today. Nice. Um, insider mystery meeting. It's not, it's not like... Ins- <laughs> it was a casual conversation. Get inside the meeting. <laughs> Hop in that grinder <laughs> and get mixed in. <laughs> Marinate yourself with this knowledge. Um, uh, it's not like insider information. If you if you drive back and forth on the road, you can tell that it's moving. The guy was saying it's moving about six inches a day. And where is this? Like. Right going down uh, above the road that they just fixed. It's above it. So it's going to come down onto the road. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, so like, uh, so you head out to Tuolumne and you're headed towards the bridge. Yep. Is it before you get to the bridge? Yes. On the left-hand side, I assume. As you're going down the hill, yes. Yes. Uh, past the, past the West Side Trail? Past the West Side Trail, yes. How far? I'm not... I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I'm not sure how far it is. But it's on one... Of, there's no turnouts or anything on that road, which is really weird that they read that whole road and they didn't put any turnouts on it. But that's another story. That'd be a lot of work, though, I would think. No, the, the turnouts were already built into it. We Maybe really? after this, we can just take a night drive down there and you'll be like, what the hell? But yeah. yeah, yeah. Um... Anyways, so they, I think they, well, they're talking about like a lack of a warranty and that there's legal extortion. Like they're just going nuts. Wait, that what? They, Hold they, up. Yeah. What? Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, where do you want me to start with this? I, I so, don't know. I, what, I'm not sure what you just said. They're saying that the project was that the whole project was like extortion that there was no warranty that it was going to like fix any issues. That um, who's the county saying this? This is the county. Well, it's a uh, Rodifer. Well, Hanvelt and Rodifer. The supervisors. Supervisors. Yeah, those people. They're saying that the road fixing project did not was not warranted. Yeah. By the road construction company. I don't know. Do they warrant? 
I, they put warranties on shit that like that? Like, is that like a thing that they do? Like, oh, we guarantee this road's not going to fade for 25 <laughs> minutes. Like, yeah. like, I don't uh, think that's a thing. Huh. Who, like, is there any more info on that? That doesn't make any sense. So, okay, okay, here we go. I'm just going to quote it straight from the article. Okay. I really don't care. The Federal Highway Administration has agreed to construct a rock buttress to stabilize a hillside that slid into Buchanan Road in Tuolumne two weeks ago, though it will not cover any other problems that could occur after that. The board was informed that the administration would not provide a warranty for the work because it wasn't part of the original agreement for a $16 million federally funded project completed just days before the slide. Hanville called the lack of a warranty outrageous, while Rodifer referred to it as legal extortion. Mm. Yeah. So the... So it's outside the original scope of work. Yes. Which was repair the road. Yep. A, A rock slid in, which is unfortunate, and they said, hey, we can fix this. We, we'll just we'll put in a barrier. Yeah. But we can't warranty it because yeah. it's not part of the original project. Exactly. I don't know how their warranty system works, but it seems that <laughs> I don't I didn't know it existed. That there was a it seems system. like I mean, that makes sense. Like so you build a road um and you say the road is good for this long and if, if anything happens to it, we'll come and fix it. That's that seems reasonable if you're a road construction I, I don't, company. I, I don't think so. What? So okay, well, I, no, no, hang on, hang on. It sounds like ro- like like they do offer some sort of warranty for their product in other circumstances, based on what I'm, what, right? See, well, that's, I've never heard of a, wor- a road being warranted. Yeah, I don't before. buy a lot of roads, to be honest. <laughs> that's that just with my background of like you know, I, we normally don't warranty our roads. Like <laughs> so, but he's, the the reason that they gave for not warranting the road is because. They said that the, or not, sorry, the reason they gave for not warranting the barrier is because it's outside the scope of the original project. That's what they said, right? Um, yeah, I believe, yes, because it wasn't part of the original agreement for a 60 million federally fund. Yeah. Right. So, but so which, which would lead me to think that if it was within that, they would. It, it sounds like there, there's an exception because that it's outside of the original scope. So there's a little caveat. Caveat? Caveat? Okay. Caviar? Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Brett. Um, so in March and April, there was a slide in the same area. And it was repaired by contractors working on the project. But this is the way that I would assume these projects would work. You go down there when you're first initiating the project and figuring out what the project's going to be, what it's going to take. You have specialists that are going to go in there and tell you what needs to be where. Okay. Okay. You get that plan approved by the planning committee or by whoever's in charge of it, which Mm -hmm. would be road departments, federal highway maybe, since they're paying for it to begin with. Mm -hmm. They'd say, yeah, that's accurate. That, That engineering is accurate for the type of work that needs to be done. Yeah. They finished the project. Part of them saying the project was completed means at the end of the project, they had those same people come out and inspect the work done and said, yes, this is complete. You guys fixed the road. Mm -hmm. You guys are good to go. Yeah. The rock sliding down is a separate incident. I don't think it should be included with the same thing. You know? No, I understand. Um, it, It sounds like it was just... It's like a freak accident. Like... 
Right, but it sounds Maybe. like it Maybe. sounds like they were there on site. I don't know. No, they were gone. This was after they complete the project was closed out and done, and now they're gonna come. They're at they're asking for one point one million dollars to go back and restabilize the hillside. I I don't know. I I don't know. I. I feel like they did it. They if they got it approved and everything, why should they be held to Okay, yeah, the, it, it's a bigger issue now. You know? Um That'd be like your car you you blow a battery up on your car and you take it to the shop and they put a new battery in it and you're driving down the road and your transmission goes out. Do you go back and demand the shop to fix your transmission? No, I, yeah, I just they broke, you guys should warranty the battery. What the hell, you know? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's kind of weird. I think the people are getting pissed off because they were given a 24-hour to deny or accept the the funding. Hmm. I think that's what more people are pissed off about. So if the county doesn't accept the administration's offer, it'd have to come up with $1.1 million on it, dollars on its own to pay for it. And then... Yeah, so they want the administration to provide a warranty for the work for at least two winter seasons. I don't know. So it's fucking dumb. This seems more confusing because it's a federal administration that's doing the work. The, is it though? Yeah, the Federal Highway Administration. They didn't do the work; they just paid for it. No, the Federal Highway Administration has agreed to construct a rock buttress to stabilize a hillside. But the previous work wasn't. Oh, no. I don't think so. Or maybe it did. I think it's weird that they would do it, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought I knew this better than I did, apparently. Yeah, this is confusing. Oh, it says the administration completed work. So, yeah, they did do it. There was contractors that were working on the project. It wasn't... I, I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't... They they did the road work. The rock slid. Um, And the Federal Highway Administration, who did the work, said they're not going to... Um, they're not going to warranty the buttress that they're going to create. That they're going to create. Um, the supervisors say that's ridiculous. Um, they were. Uh, My thing is like, if the federal highway administration is going to say, "Hey, we can do this rock buttress," because it's it's an engineering issue. You know, like, if you don't like what they're saying, get your own engineer out there and have them tell you the same thing or tell you to do it a different way. Right? It's not like there's a mixed bag of tricks that you could, like, reach into to fix the issue. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm having a really hard time making any sense of this with this and actually forming a strong opinion on it so no it's all good i really think uh some dirt slid into the road and it's shitty and um, uh the pe- the supervisors are upset about it so that's pretty, that's pretty much what's yeah going on. go to some city meetings um, if you want to find out about it or drive out there the road's really nice um that's except more what the, i was getting except for the rock in it that's more what i was getting into yeah. 
is that the road's really cool. It's really it's a lot safer now, and it is my secret local spot that I'm telling you guys about. So if you're listening, there's your gift. Nice. Um, we're gonna. I might drive out there after we get done recording this because yeah. I want to show. I want to show people how cool it is. Nice. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that's that road. Did you do anything else this weekend? Or week? Week? Hmm? Week? Is that what we were? Oh yeah, that is no, what we were weeks? talking about. Damn. Anything else? Look at your segue right back into it. Yeah, man. Um, I was in the forest for a bit, but I can talk about that later. Okay. What did you do this week? Um, let's see. I um, 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 it's hard to recall shit, huh? Yeah, I went to uh, I went to Gilroy. Okay. Yeah. You get some onions? No. Garlic. Garlic. Gilroy's a garlic place. I smelled some garlic because I was there really early in the morning. God, that place smells so bad in the morning. <clears throat> nah, dude. It smells I don't, amazing. I don't dig it. It smelled it, like someone was cooking garlic bread at fucking 6 o'clock in the morning. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. It like gets in my nose and it doesn't leave all day. Oh, my God. I might no. be a vampire. It just like waved through for like a half hour and then it was gone. It was like as soon as the sun hit. I don't know what it was. But it was awesome. See, I really like the tomatoes down at in Oakdale, and people hate that smell. I dig that smell so much. I don't know how I ever smelled that. Just drive through there at like ten o'clock at night, like down a. Literally, it just smells like cow shit. <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So if you're right next to the the Hertz, not Hertz, Hunt. Is it Hunt? Uh, what's the name of that place? It's it's Hunt. It's Hunt. Is it Hunt? I don't. Whatever. The tomato place down there. Uh-huh. If you drive by there at night when it's all like steamy and everything, it yeah. smells so good. Yeah. I want to bathe in that tomato sauce. Mm. Like it smells so mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The yeah. chocolate factory used to smell hella good too. Uh oh yeah? Yeah. I Hershey's. don't when did that shut down? A long time ago. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. But otherwise Oakdale smells like cow shit. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. That place smells so horrible. Yeah, it bad. sucks when you're driving down there because you get there and you like stop to get gas at the arc over there. Mm-hmm. You open the door and it's like, bam! Yeah, you get back in yeah. your car. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, Gilroy. Oh yeah, we were just uh, I was picking some grapes down there for wine stuff. Oh, how you're gonna make your own wine? Um, yeah, help a, help a friend. Projects, man. Yeah. How many grapes does it take to make one bottle of wine? Mm, we picked like or do you add water to it like would you add something to it to get it to I want to say we picked almost 5,000 pounds fuck and we were saying that that would be about six barrels all said and done I can't do that math in my head but that sounds like a lot of fucking so it's uh am I gonna get one of these bottles of wine it's a little uh, yeah sure Sick. Um, she likes wine. Cool. Awesome. You do. Don't tell me you don't like wine. <laughs> so, yeah, a little less than a thousand pounds per barrel. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Right? I mean, the, the process is like you, you crush it, which immediately, like, it separates the stems um, from the from the fruit. Yeah. From the berry. Um, the berry. And you lose a bit of volume that way. Um, and then you let that sit for a little bit. You filter out the juice. And then you 
press the well it, i mean it all depends on the type of wine you're making um i if you're doing like a rosé you know those like light pink wines like a pink yeah. have you ever seen like yeah. A, yeah like you would just take the juice out and i don't know if you'd even crush the grapes or crush the skins afterwards um but like yeah if you let it the longer you let it sit then the tannins come out and that makes the wine darker and then you take the the skins and you put them in like a you know like a traditional like wooden wine press and you squeeze and that squeezes out more tannins and more color um but then so once that's out then you like you're left over with all these dried out skins and that's a significant amount of volume that you lose so it it definitely like it it condenses and you lose yeah you lose a lot of what what type of wine are you guys making um i think this is like a blend of uh cabernet Petit Syrah. Um, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. And is it red or white? Uh, red. Okay. Yeah, it might be a little bit of Zinfandel. Um. Oh, I can't. I didn't know you were so yeah. fluent with wine. No, um, no, I, I, no. Are you just saying names? No, I mean I know. I'm yeah. some two buck Chuck, some like, yellow <laughs> tail, and um, uh, let's say Stella Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean. It's not how, like, it's a little hokey because, like, usually you wouldn't have three different varieties of grapes that just get mixed in in the back of a truck. Yeah. Like, that's not, like, that's a little backwoodsy. Um, hey, it works, but, though. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you not super uptight about it, like, it, it, ever, it, it makes a good blend for sure. Have you ever considered making moonshine? Um, I have made grappa, which is Italian moonshine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... I and know of a still that exists somewhere that I have access to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been. It is an invite. Like, it's been. I, it's been done. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't do know it. if it's all put together right now, but I just don't want to go. It's blind. not that hard. It's it's kind of shitty. Like you do it once, you have like a little spoonful. You're like, oh well, that, well fuck that. Like, okay, never mind. It's like drinking I've rubbing always, alcohol. I've always wanted yeah. to make like whiskey and shit. I I don't know. I uh, I just want to feel like a man. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like that's how you feel yeah. like a man. I like. So, yeah, with like moonshine and grappa, that's that's the amount of effort and quality that goes into it is significantly less than like if you were like brewing a, a good whiskey yeah. or, or or just any sort of distilling. Like if you're doing like craft distilling, like you're you're monitoring your temperatures and, and your ingredients, and and you're yeah, you're really you're really putting um, too much effort into that shit. <laughs> you're putting a, like a craft level of effort into it, you know. Versus yeah. like grappa, you you just put wine in your still and boil it, and then and trap the steam that comes out. And oh, fuck, that's a lot of. I don't know. Even that's like too much work for me. My whole idea of like I'm making alcohol is like man. I'll just I'll, I'll separate you, a bag of Skittles. You need a therapist, and strain man. The vodka oh my through god! It and I'm I'm stoked on anytime, that. Anytime, anytime, anything takes effort, you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know it's oh it's my bad, god, shit. you're gonna burn out on life soon. I already burned out. Jesus, <laughs> that's the whole problem. <sighs> No, I just, I don't know. It's like, I don't care about beer that much to make it like that. You know, it'd be fun to do it with someone if they were doing it, yeah, but like, I don't yeah. think I'd want to do it myself. Like, It does have to be something that you actually care about the end goal. or you're not Yeah, it, it's like, yeah. even like working on cars, like, I don't mind doing it if I'm doing it with other people. Right. But like, if I had to go like, do it by myself all the time, I just, I hate it. That's why I stopped doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm. I think I'm more social now. I don't like figuring stuff out by myself anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I spent too much time doing that at school, and now I'm just. Mm. I don't know. I like to do a lot of stuff myself, man. I used to. I just. I don't know. It's so satisfying. It is, and I, I totally feel that. It's just I don't. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I feel like there's not if there's not someone there to push me to keep doing it. I don't, I'm not going to keep doing it. I just like I'll get halfway through and be like I can see the end goal. I see it. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I I know the steps I can get to get there. Yeah. And so why keep going? Like whatever. I can. I'll go do that's something fine. Else now. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I get with it. Like. Yeah, so I just have to put these bolts right on there and tighten them up to this spec. Yeah, I, I see the finished nah. project. I'll do it later. Yeah, I feel you there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, Fish. the discovery's gone. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> like, true. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, you definitely get the uh, the dopamine rush, like, on the upswing of the curve. <laughs> and then once you cut it, it's like, oh, fuck, I got to finish this. <laughs> you, you like photography. Like, yeah. I'll do pictures and I'll, like, uh, when I'm in the field, I'll frame it and, like, make it all nice. I'm like, okay, so when I edit this, I'm going to turn those tones down. Yeah. I'm going to boost these highlights and then, like, I get on my phone like, yeah, fuck that picture. <laughs> Don't yeah, do anything yeah. with it again. Like, do you know about getting things done? Like the the GTD like I need, system. You've, you've talked about it before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think the trick is to like psychologically break it down. Yeah. Into steps where you get that rush every time you attack it. You know. Yeah, I'm really big with checklists, and I know yeah. I downloaded Tick Tick last time you were oh, here. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, I mean, I, I'm big on it. I just like the nature of my work is like completely opposite of that. Yeah. Like the stuff I'm working on right now was started in 2005. It's not going to be finished until like 2020. Right. And that's like, yeah, like I'm probably never going to see the end of it. Right. Someone else will probably take it over by the time it gets to that point. Yeah. It's more like, I don't know about yet. Like that's one thing, but like for personal projects. Yeah. You know, well, it kind of morphs into my personal projects. Yeah. It's like, I know it's how I play video games too. Like I don't, care about the story anymore and it's like i don't know hmm. there's got to be some syndrome or some shit with it but you should see a therapist man we'll get there at some point yeah, yeah. therapists fix people no i there's stuff i care about i'll i'll do like i'll like so like you've seen some of the stuff i will finish like, yeah yeah definitely I'm not just totally no no i just find the motivation to do it sometimes it gets difficult yeah i feel you so i don't think i could ever like be a craft brewer I'm just not into beer, though, so it's like... Right, right. You know, but, like, if it was, like, uh, making something else, like... You, you, like I can spend all day making GoPro mounts. Liquor? What? Like, distilled liquor you wouldn't be into either? I Not when I could go buy Jack Daniels, and I know I like it. <laughs> like, Fair enough. You know, like... Yeah. But I could spend all day trying to get a rig of freaking camera mount. Yeah, you know? yeah. You go to this hardware store four times for that shit. Yeah. Or yeah. trying to lift vehicles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My priorities are kind of skewed. Yeah, that's all good. Um. Anyways, so you went to Gilroy, got wine stuff. Oh yeah, grapes. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. And then ended up in Lodi, and uh, yeah, someone uh, there was an accident there. Yeah, I heard at about the skydive that. place. Yeah, that was it was all over Facebook. It's just so crazy, man. If you uh, if you know anything about skydiving, um, you jump out of a plane by yourself, and then you throw this piece of fabric into the sky, 
and hope that it saves your ass and that you don't die. Yeah, that's pretty much the, the concept of it. That's, that's exactly what I'm happens. pretty sure. Yeah, you do a thing that will guaranteed kill you, and then you fix you, it. You're trying to cheat it on the and way down. And then you fix it by throwing a spaghetti mess of, of fabric and uh, and ropes into, into the wind at, you know, over 100 miles an hour. And you and, and that's supposed to save you, you know? Yeah. So when you, I mean... When you consider that that's what's going on, and then you hear just over and over, like within a couple hours, there were a thousand comments on uh, KCRI3's article, I think, or Fox that's 40. That's crazy. Yeah. Everybody said, how many times does this have to happen before they shut this place down? And there's been a couple safety th- things with that place um, in the last in the last 10 years or something. There, were, there was one... Um, what was the safety thing? There was a uh, like was it, it didn't wasn't there something to do with their planes? There was one thing with uh, plane maintenance, but, but I, th- like, I think it was just bad recording. It was just like da- yeah, the, da- the the airports. Look at like what National Airlines. Look at their maintenance issues. Right, Wait, right. It's exponentially worse. Yeah, I mean, on a, I would think on a smaller level, like you should be able to have a handle. But like, yeah, it's like from what I read, it was just. Um, they just like we're doing stuff, but weren't writing it down. So they that got cleared up. Um, the then there they had an airplane crash. Oh shit! I yeah, that. but it was it was an airplane. Like uh, I I think I read that like there were some mods done to the engine to help it like climb faster or something. Huh. And uh, and it like killed the one of the fuel lines. Got fucked up. Did so, anybody die in that? No, it was okay. like there was like twenty people but in the see, plane but, and they all that's, survived. That's not a skydiving accident. That's a plane yeah. accident. Like, yeah, you could have that same issue with a news helicopter, right? Or with a plane full of firefighters, right? Like it could be, right? You know, yeah. No, the one issue was like a year or two ago. The tandem died. It was the, their first tandem fatality in thirty years or however long they've Jeez. existed. Yeah, and that was and there were some. It's kind of complicated, but like they have a tandem, a guy that was training their tandem instructors and he got his license pulled for whatever reason by the association. And so somebody was, he was like forging a signature of someone else kind of behind everybody's back so that he could keep training people. Okay. And so one of the people he had trained was the person that died. And then there was all that. They looked up the records and figured out that it was all shady. That is kind of shady. <clears throat> yeah, so that was weird. But well, in 10 years, that's the one issue. The thing I don't get, though, is the comments. I was looking at some of them, I think, on the local one. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't the case for A3s. It was some other one I was reading. Yeah. But, like, the people that are, like, calling for this place to be shut down... But they have no interest in skydiving. They're never going to go. So I'm never going to go skydiving. Oh, yeah, alive, yeah, but this yeah. place should be shut down. Okay. I was like, <laughs> <Then> wait, <don't>... what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, why don't you let skydivers dictate if the place should be open or closed? And they'll do that with their business. Right, exactly. You know, if they think it's a sketchy place, they're not going to go there. Yeah. And the skydiving business isn't like, hey, you have, you have to go skydiving right now. Yeah. Every, every citizen in this county has got to go skydiving. Right. You know, like, and that's... It's so crazy. I just hate that crit- the critique of it. It's because it's and like it's what? Stupid. Yeah, what do you expect to ha- like? What's really insane is to expect that in a sport where you're jumping out of planes, 
I mean, it, if you look at their numbers, it's like hundreds of thousands of jumps every year. Yeah. If it's jumping out of planes hundreds of thousands of times every year and you expect no one to get hurt or killed. Like that's, that's crazy. Yeah. To think that it's delusional. Yeah. People are just hurtling at the ground hundreds of miles an hour, hundreds of thousands of times. No one gets hurt. And, and there's people saying that, you know, one time is too many. Uh, how many how many times do people need to hurt people? This shouldn't be happening. We, you need that's, pro- that's, professionals to pack the parachutes. That's so shitty. Yeah, I mean that same. Into, like I get like one person is too much. Like I understand that idea. Yeah, in principle, like the whole like like uh, you hear that a lot with like roads where like it's a dangerous road. We have five people die here every year, and Kellen's like, uh, it'll be fine. Yeah, they don't even give a shit. Yeah. You know? But and I just feel like well, one person like honestly that. If you guys could fix the design of it, a public right away yeah. or whatever, like then yeah. But with skydiving, people aren't forced to go skydiving, right? You know, people using a roadway, yeah, they kind of have to. If you pay taxes for it, you should be able to use it safely, right? You know, but with skydiving, it's totally it's a different. Thing. And there's skydivers there every day, a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, they they're sending that plane up nonstop all day long. I, that's a business every day of the weekend, on. but especially or every day of the week, but especially on the weekends. That's, yeah. Uh, we used to get grapes at a vineyard right next to it, and you just all day long, planes going up. Jeez, and nonstop. I just hate the the judgmental aspect of it. That's yeah, what I can't stand. And people talking before they know anything about anything. I feel the same way about like men talking about abortion rights too, though. Yeah, it's like what what. So, anyways, uh, yeah, a lady died this weekend. Uh, and, uh, her pair, it wasn't related to her parachute packing. It sounded like she just made some bad decisions, uh, with the gear selection that she had and her techniques of actually doing the jump. Uh, she was an avid skydiver though. Yeah. She'd been in the sport for 40 years. It sounded like really experienced and she was using her own equipment. Yeah. Packed it herself, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and at that point, like, how do you blame the company for that? Right. And I think they've had six six fatalities in the last 10 years, if if not a little more or less. Yeah. And besides the tandem, that's been the situation with all of them. Is it's been yeah. somebody who was... That's like blaming Yosemite when people fall off the rocks. Yeah. It's like Yosemite has nothing to do with the way they're climbing. It's like blaming a limo service when... Someone runs a red light and T bones their, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's out of their control. Yeah. Well, I guess they could say, hey, yeah, we had to pack your shoot. But then it opens them up for way more liability too. Like, so the way, so they don't pack anybody's shoot. No. No. The um, you have a reserve parachute, and a FAA certified rigger packs that every six months. Okay. And then you pack your own main parachute. Okay. Um, I don't know how that works. I'm not going to jump out of a plane unless it's on the tarmac. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, there's that. Yeah. Um, and the almost no accidents that happen are related to a parachute actually being packed incorrectly. Okay. What what would, is it just winds and updrafts and um, pulling it too late? Or what? What is the issue? Yeah, so, um, you. So I mean, 
you can pack it incorrectly. And if you deploy it, you could have line overs, um, which would have you spinning, or you could have a toggle fire that gets tangled up and you'd be spinning. Um, you could mess it up and it have a hard opening or so. So all, uh, there's a manner of things that could happen. Um, but then you'd go to emergency procedures, which would be to cut away the main parachute. Okay. And then you would be relying on the system, which is handled by the, the parachute that was packed by a professional. So it's basically just however you screw up your parachute, your parachute packing, um, you should be pulling at the right altitude, deploying your parachute at the right altitude. And if there's a problem, you cut away and you go to your reserve, which is handled by a professional and very rarely malfunctions. Yeah. Um, and if you fail to do that, which is, which is where this stuff happens, you, you pull your main too low, you realize the malfunction. Now you're very close to the ground when you're trying to cut away, go back into free fall and deploy another parachute. And that's where... Is that what happened? Most likely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you have automatic opening devices that will deploy your reserve automatically if you're knocked unconscious or something. Okay. But the way those work is you have to be over a certain speed as you pass uh, a, certain a certain altitude. What is that altitude? Uh, I think it's like 800 feet. Shit, does that enough time for the parachute to deploy and open? Yeah, reserves open really fast. Okay. Um, but if you're so, say you open, <clears throat> you open your main parachute. <coughs> Sorry, my throat's. Uh, you open your main parachute and um, it's streamered out. It's tied up in some sort of malfunction, but it's, it still slows you down. It slows you down enough that your automatic opener won't deploy. Um, so your reserve's not out. Um, and then you just don't pay attention to how low you are. You realize you're at 400 feet and you just jump to your emergency procedures. You pull your cutaway and then you go for your reserve. Is that enough time for, uh, no, no, it's not. And that's probably what happened with this one. How fast do you have to be going or how, how fast can you hit the ground? And still survive. Um, yeah, you can like 40, 40 feet. Would 40 be. Feet. I mean, like yeah, like if you free fell off a forty foot object, you could kill yourself. Do you, when when do you hit terminal velocity? Um, terminal velocity you hit after like eight hundred to a thousand feet. I want to say. Really, that much? Yeah, it's a curve though. So like. Yeah. Yeah. At the yeah at the very end it'll, it'll it slide you slide into terminal. Terminal velocity, like it's like doubling. I think at the at the very beginning, and then it, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy thing that like we can't survive a forty foot drop. Yeah, with like all like, because a lot of animals can survive a drop like that. Um, Well, okay, not a lot of animals can survive a drop that tall, but comparable like body sizes yeah it's all, it's all based on body size yeah. that's it's actually it's pretty interesting weird. like ants can survive a fall of like any height cats always land on their feet no matter what yeah so go figure with that one um i don't know if that's the same <laughs> <laughs> principle <laughs> but sure <laughs> uh, 
I can tell you for a fact they do not. Yeah. Um, especially our cat. <laughs> but no, it's like monkeys falling out of trees survived just fine. Like, mm-hmm. well, depending on the tree, obviously, but probably the size of monkey. And yeah, it's probably the size of the monkey too. Squirrels falling out of trees, no problem at all. Fleas, I mean, but insects are insects. Have you read about this? A little bit. Okay, there's like a yeah. There's like a pretty solid. Uh, there's pretty solid science math. behind it. Yeah, it's just it's like, um, it's like that. What is it <laughs> like? Solid science. That's funny. <laughs> it's like weight increases by the square and strength or weight weight increases by the cube and strength increase increases by the square or something as oh. as stuff scales up okay you uh that's it, interesting yeah if you if, so, so how how high of a height would you have to drop an elephant to kill an elephant Probably not, not, not high, high at all yeah yeah 20 feet yeah uh, kill one? i i don't know but I, let's just say 20 feet I, i'm happy with 20 feet okay <laughs> If you sure. drop it on its head, twenty feet for sure. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> That's it's kind of I don't know. Math is weird. Science yeah. is weird. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll get never mind. Whatever. I was gonna go into my theory of like the second law of thermodynamics, which is insane. Uh, um, it has to do with like positivity and negativity in the world. It's like a really weird. Uh, no, it's just that entropy will increase. Yeah, but it's like. If you like take it down to like socio systems, like uh-huh. poverty is like the that's natural. Poverty is natural. Having any kind of a structure is unnatural. It's just a crazy like way to look at it, but it's like the, the basis of it is like it's okay to be bad. <laughs> it's, it's just trippy. Uh, it's a, it's I don't a know if thing. I agree with that. It's a it's some uh. We can talk about it like outside of this because right. it's really complicated, right? And I'm gonna have to sell it to you, and you're not gonna like it because I just know it's something that you're not gonna like. But it's like it's a crazy weird idea, crazy concept. I'm kind of interested. So okay, just just cursory, Cur- some, cursory, some cursory feelers into your uh, into your brain here. A, a lot of um, uh, creationist people use. Kind of, kind of misuse the second law of thermodynamics as uh, evidence for you know the idea that God made everything, and the argument is that um, because the law, and it's interesting that like they accept a scientific law when it bolsters their argument, yeah, but at the same time oh, yeah. they're dismissing all of science (laughs) by making the same argument. So whatever, uh, ignore that. The argument is that because the law says that entropy will increase, um, it, that evolution didn't happen. Um, because evolution involves, um, things becoming more orderly, you know, starting with a simpler life form and it becoming more and more complex and, and in, in theory becoming less entropic, and more organized and, and collected, right? Yeah. But I mean, the uh, the clear refutation to that argument is that you have a a giant source of entropy, not source of entropy, but but entropy is happening on a on a giant scale in our thermodynamic system in the sun. The, the sun is just yeah. this giant 
reactor of uh of chaotic um energy um yeah that's just that's that's hugely entropic it's, 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 it's chaotic but it's like systematic <clears throat> too at the same time it's like it's really weird right but as far as entropy concerned yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's bonds breaking down it's things becoming more and more chaotic yeah and it's shooting off energy into our onto our planet yeah and then that energy you know, provides us with the means for this evolutionary process to exist, right? Yeah. And so, that that law doesn't mean that everything will become more chaotic and less orderly at all times, because that'd be that'd be crazy. I mean, like, like I can I can take some bricks and stack a little, make a pyramid. Yeah. And like that doesn't mean that I just defied the law of thermodynamics by making something that a pile of bricks into yeah. something orderly. Like, no, I, I, the, the, the law holds true because the thermodynamic system of our earth and the sun yeah. is still becoming at a, at a whole more chaotic yeah. because the sun is just this giant source of chaos. So, so the, it was a, I'm pretty sure it was a psychologist that was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I listened to this in some random, like, podcast somewhere. Right. I don't even remember where. Right, right. And it was like kind of like ours where it's just a bunch of people talking about shit. Yeah. But um the guy like expanded on it saying like so that whole like expansion to chaos mm. when we're sitting there trying to set up social functions, we're sitting there trying to build houses for ourselves, we're trying to create a family, we're trying to like make organization happen. Yeah. We're literally fighting nature and doing that. You know? On like a, on a, uh, not the same level that you're talking about. Like, yeah, we still built the pyramid. Like, it's entropy still going on. Right, like, right. But like, so it's okay to feel like we're not doing good enough. Because like, we're already, just by existing, we're already overcoming that like chaos. Does that, it's kind of a weird like deep end dive, but it's kind of like, yeah, but it totally clicked. Like, I was like, holy I, shit. Yeah, I hear, I hear, I think I hear the argument. But it also just feels like kind of one of those misuses of... Oh, yeah. Like... They're using a scientific thing that's explaining a thermodynamic Yeah, a very technical system, yeah. To explain, like, Sociological why do you feel cost- sad? Concepts. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But then it was talking about, like, because they were using this... A long time ago, they were using it, like, for karma. When people say, yeah, but see, bad things happen if you're a bad person. Right. But it's like, no, bad things happen constantly right it's like it's rare that good things happen so when something good is happening it's good you know right, like right. You're, you're not just over you're not just overcoming the good and the bad you're overcoming like predominantly bad you know if we consider chaos is bad or disorganization is bad i yeah i just i don't think i agree so like if you i mean if you think that life generated itself at one point um which i mean there's there's only a few options unless you think you know created the universe zip down and buzz this into being um we either came from a i swear to god it's all this freaking what's it called what's it called god damn it i'm missing it what do i keep saying life is simulation oh yeah yeah. uh yeah it could it could be a simulation um i think that still holds true with the with the argument but i don't know um I mean, if life did come about by natural causes at one point, um, I mean, it wasn't like the first, you know, organized 
self-replicating molecular structure wasn't sentient. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't choosing to be orderly based on some sort of rebellion against the natural order. It, it, it was like by nef- by definition completely natural and yet still um you know working towards a more ordered state and yeah. even, i mean even if you ignore like that that i could we don't really have um we don't know exactly how that happened that initial spark of life even if you take it you know the next day the next year whatever the the next million years i mean you still have um this evolutionary process that's non-sentient. Like, I mean, look at a, like the evolution of a, um, a sea anemone. Yeah. Like, you know, they evolved to suit their, um, their circumstances, their environments. Um, the same evolutionary process that drives all of nature. Um, and they don't they don't choose that this the anemone is not sentient it's not choosing to become more orderly it's just it's following a natural process it it, what is an absolutely and totally natural process so and still and still becoming more orderly you know uh so to say that like that that's the the default state of 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 existence or of nature or of the universe whatever it's like um maybe that's that's the end game the end game is that it's just chaos yeah but like while the process is going like there's absolutely um a place for order yeah Yeah. there's there's greater chaos but there's there's order is absolutely a a part of the natural so the guy process the guy explained part of that too he was Uh he explained the whole idea of like organizing your desk Mm. like in order to organize your desk you got to take your drawer and dump your drawer on the top of your desk. Mm-hmm. And then you start with a new desk. So just like that same way, in order to create order, you're making disorder and then you're going to reorganize it and it's going to be ordered at the end, but flip it around backwards. So if we're supposed to be going towards chaos, maybe when we create, like when, when human beings are created and then we start building structures like this, it's just the next step. Like, yeah, it's a, a semblance of order, but at the end of it, it's going to just be like add to the disorder because now we have all the plastic everywhere. Like the earth isn't going to be the same after the fact, you know, right. the system isn't going to be the same. Right. Cause then he talks about the noosphere. I don't know if you've heard about that. It's like the idea that our, the human mind is a geological force, you know, and this is like getting like, sorry, I actually got to move it anyways. Okay. Sorry. That's all good. I'm like talking at you. <laughs> um, but he goes into talking about the noosphere. Uh, huh. Which is um, I I was kind of like tuning this one out because I wasn't paying too much attention to uh-huh. it, but the argument that like humans are a geological force just because we have the brain power because the whole thing is like our thoughts have to have like some form of energy behind them, mm. you know, and whether that's like manifest like energy that like we can't extract it per se, mm. but our thoughts do cause actions and those actions are the energy that we're like. That's like the output right, of our brain, right, of, of our thought, right, the thought power. Right. So in talking, sorry. So in talking about like the noosphere in that sense, uh-huh. our mind power is completely changing the world to to the point where it's a geological change. Right. You know, geological, geographical, 
It's a physical change. Yeah, yeah. And it's coming from our minds. Other creatures don't do that. Hmm. You know, other creatures don't band together to change their environment in the mm-hmm. way that we do it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, the, and it, it was just a trippy thing, like, to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's something I've always thought about before, but not, like, to have it laid out so succinct. succinct so, yeah, that's a funky mm-hmm. word. But to have it laid out so perfectly, like, <laughs> this is. Fuck that word. <laughs> yeah, forget that word. <laughs> I always have a substitute. <laughs> succinct, succinctly, succinctly, succinctly. succinctly. There it is. God, I just feel like an idiot. No, it's all good. Anyways, yeah, anyways, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's just like so stepping from that one idea from the thermodynamic, like the second law of thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole bunch of other, um, other aspects to it. Yeah. About how humans are like causing change, and humans are, yes, we might have a semblance of order with what we're doing, right? But at the end of it, it we're actually adding to the disorder because the world is going to be left with whatever we leave it, right? No, I, I, yeah, I agree, and I think there's a point there. I just like, I think it'd be unfortunate to like live life like that. No, no, to misunderstand like what what that law is actually saying. Oh yeah, and then to come to the conclusion that. Well, look how shitty it is, but that's just how it is because yeah. life is always moving towards chaos. So the the whole I don't know if I mentioned it. The whole, this whole thing stemmed from like you were saying a procreationist or pro it was it was the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Any whatever they're pro. Um they were using the law as a way to tell people that karma doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like that like bad things happen to people, good people and bad people. Mm-hmm. Good things happen to good people and bad people. Um, it's not a thing of, you know, like, you did this bad your whole life, so yeah, you, you're going to get bad things given to you. Right, right. You know, and it was like the... the It might not have been like the actual like Catholic Church, but like a sect of the Catholic Church that was kind of going away from what... Because Catholicism is a lot about, like, you did bad, so you're going to get bad. Right, You know, and it was right. like kind of going away from it, contradicting mm. it. I don't know. Mm. Anyways, that was a nice tangent from yeah, whatever yeah. we were talking about a second ago. That was cool. Was it a good tangent? Yeah, I, I appreciated it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm waiting to talk to someone about that shit. Uh, cool. Um, so, let's see. What else we got? Some light bulbs. Um, You see that rocket launch? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Dude, I was so mad. Did you miss it? Yeah. I saw, like... like 10 minutes later, everybody's posting, that rocket launch was dope. So it pissed me off because oh a lot God. of people, people I'm friends with on Facebook were talking about how they missed it and they're so sad they couldn't photograph it or that they, oh, I was only able to take a picture of it from my house in Twain Heart. Mm-hmm. And then on Instagram the next day, they're posting pictures of it like looking out from like Yosemite. It's like, you little shit. <laughs> you weren't in Yosemite? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, it, did, oh, it just really pissed me off. <laughs> that yeah. made me angry. Yeah. I'm, I'm bummed I missed it, though. Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. <laughs> that should be a hashtag. Stolen Valor. It is. You know about Stolen Valor? No. What is that shit? It's when people pretend like they served in the military. Oh, fuck. And some people get very upset about it. Oh, yeah, they should. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, it's not a hill I would die on, but I'm not in the military, so. It's not a, a what? A hill you would die on? on? Oh, yeah. On. Yeah, I didn't catch the on. Yeah, I could understand. I could understand so, I don't people know, I'm, get I, upset. I have mixed feelings, because like, I have some people who, have, who are in the military who have done a lot of things in the military. Yeah. Uh, and they just like that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I don't have time for this. Like, like you're an idiot, obviously, if you're doing it, but like, they're they're not gonna you know lose sleep over it, but then you see some people who just lose their shit over it. I hate the aspect of like the people that one up each other with like anything, like uh, you see this a lot with like Indian stuff, like they have one person from one tribe that's sitting there telling another person from another tribe like we were treated way worse than any other tribe. Mm. It's like what what the hell? Like what's yeah. one what is a competition? I don't know about that. Oh, I hear it all. I think it's more with the nature of my job. Mm. I hear about that all the time. Yeah, we were one of the most repressed. One of the we had so much issues going on. Mm. No one ever talks about our tribe, and it's like you mm-hmm. guys are all screwed. Like right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know about this stuff. I mean. I know a, a a big issue with Native Americans is that everybody thinks they're all one group of people. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, and they're not. You know, it's, it's no, it's, it's like a bunch of different cu- countries. Yeah, like you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. It's just something that I have a couple coworkers that they're both from different tribes and they get into it all the time. It's oh, okay. like you guys are ridiculous. Yeah, you guys yeah. like. Of all the things like to disagree about, like, it's gonna be that. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But you see that with uh, sorry, you see that with military people today. They're one of the people, one of the new people on my crew was, was ex Navy. Uh-huh. Another guy on the crew was a Marine, mm-hmm. and they were button heads all day. We didn't do it like that in the Navy. <laughs> it's like you guys, yeah. like we we're like cutting signs out of wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you guys didn't do any of this stuff uh, in the Navy. The I'm pretty sure. Thing ever, dude. It's stupid. Yeah. And I told him, like, hey, as a civilian, this is how you're going to do it now. So just do it that way. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I I hate that whole idea, though. Yeah. Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. I just hate photographers that do that crap. I want to call them out so bad. Do they, do they, like, they took the pictures and, and pretended like they were... Yeah, they, like, take a picture and then they, like, composite it into a picture, like, that they took of Yosemite, like, forever ago. And you can tell, because, like, look, the Milky Way's right there, too. Right. Oh, look, there's SpaceX. How do I get such a great shot? Right. Hashtag Canon 5D. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... I see, so uh, you're saying they took two of their own pictures yeah. and composite. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's goofy. I, I Usually it's always super hokey though. Like anybody oh, who's yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you seen some of the ones I've done uh, as jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You show me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, that stuff makes me so mad. Yeah. yeah. I need to start doing that more. I lost so many followers <laughs> when I posted the last one. Yeah. Oh my god. This is stupid. <laughs> so many followers. Yeah. I lost like two thousand followers. Yeah. When I posted that, yeah. Huh. It was dumb. Oh wow. I don't really care. Fuck them. Tortured artist. Okay. Anyways, the SpaceX launch, was it successful? Uh, yeah, yeah. They nothing, actually landed it? What was the one that went wrong? Wasn't it was there a one? Russian one. They had, okay. They had... Still losing the space war. Uh, well... I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was an American on it and a Russian. I don't know if it was just two people. I saw a picture of two guys. There might have been more. I don't know. Um, 
but uh, yeah, it, it, something happened after launch and it aborted. Then they came down safely. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I uh, still think it's crazy that we haven't gone back to the moon. Um, it's happened. Well, they're not going to land on the moon, but they're going to send that Japanese kid. Yeah, the up, kid. I rub around. Yeah, he's a young kid. Oh, he's a billionaire. Yeah. I was at a billion bucks. Yeah. You could pay my tuition. Hey, yeah, good. I wonder if you'd do that if <laughs> I asked them. <laughs> hey, Mr. Moon Guy. Yeah. No, that's cool that he was able to land it. That yeah, Elon yeah. Musk that's is super like. Cool to follow. Yeah, Elon Musk is crazy. Yeah. It's true. Could you imagine if he got into like, the cannabis industry? <laughs> God damn. Like, sorry, he's not a stoner. Th- hashtag stoner thoughts. <laughs> I, Can you imagine if he was like that? I'm not but, even a stoner. I'm just saying, like, but with weed. Holy crap! Could you imagine <laughs> if your Tesla came with its own grinder? You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, what was the other one you had up there a second ago? The Wendy's. Wendy's. When is that? What? What is that? Do you remember when we used to have one? No. What? We used to have one at Burger no, King. No, we didn't. Yep. The Burger King used to be Wendy's. What? Yeah. Damn. And Burger King used to be where Jubs is, or Country Kid, whatever the place is called. Know. Blue. The place changes its name every day, but across from Big O Tires. Uh, oh, it'd go in where the where the new McDonald's is? By the, the new McDonald's, yeah. Okay. Northeast. So that's where all the cars are parked, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. What a crappy place for it. You know where they should put it in? Mm. They should put it in up by standard, right off the highway there. I think that's all got plans in the near future. Are they building like, what, a, like little... a Target? Target? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> It'll probably be a Dodge dealership. It's probably yeah. what it's going to be. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought there was like development <clears throat> plans there. That'd though. be cool. Yeah, this town needs more development. Osh is going out of business. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, you don't like Osh? I just don't have strong feelings. I like Osh a lot. Yeah, I liked it better than Lowe's. Yeah. What do you get there? The plants were always way better. No, I don't buy a lot of plants. And uh, they had like the clothes and whatnot. Lowe's doesn't really carry that. Yeah, stuff. I don't. Shop at Orchards. I mean, well, I, <laughs> <laughs> you could get Carhartts there for like twenty dollars cheaper than anywhere else. Really? Yeah. Even the Carhartt website. You could probably get it cheaper on the Carhartt website, but I mean, when you need work clothes for yeah. the next day, it's kind yeah, of yeah. you're limited. Planning, man. Well, I mean, when you set your clothes on fire at work, you can't just like order them for the next day yeah i don't know i the things i my, usually my job's really shitty and it weird stuff happens yeah the stuff i always need from hardware store is like tools yeah bolts um uh yeah like they're, 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 cord. No. yeah right their tool selection was shittier their... i don't think their tool selection was worse i actually thought their tool selection was better really i think so yeah huh because Lowe's like has a lot of tools, but it's all like Lowe's brand tools, and they're all shitty. They have no. They carry. Stuff, they carry all. But the, like, it looks like they have a lot more than they actually do. No, they they carry yeah. Hitachi, Dewalt, Makita. Um, yeah, but if you're gonna go buy those tools, just go buy them online. You know. Yeah, but I don't know. No, like the, they have all cheaper. the abrasive wheels, drill bits. They had those at Lowe's. Uh, yeah, but they too. have like one sh- one aisle. I don't know. 
I feel like Lowe's has a much better selection. I I don't know. I don't know. I think Lowe's is set up to where it makes it look like there's a Could way be. more there than there actually is. Could be. I don't know. I don't. I I just. I don't know. I really miss Andy's. Andy's was cool. Their yeah. twenty-five cent gumball machine was so legit. It was huge. <laughs> That's how I select the hardware. <laughs> yeah, stuff. when you're a kid. <laughs> Like, that's how I do it. Yeah. I only went in there like twice. It was cool because they put bouncy balls with the gumballs. So, like, you get a prize, you're like, oh man, do I put it in my mouth or <laughs> throw it on the floor? What do I do with it? Oh, yeah. You know? I don't know. I, I miss those good old days. <laughs> you could buy a gumball machine. I could, but it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> I'd know how many bouncy balls were in it. Yeah. It's never fun. Yeah, it's fair. I I don't know. Osh is a cool spot. I liked it. Yeah, I'm sad that it's gonna go. But I mean, I don't cool know. It's, it, but it's just a. It's just a. It's a. It's a. What are they called? I'm just gonna stutter. Box store. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh nothing special. You know? Succinctly, I got that word that time. <laughs> um, I it'd be cool to see if they like split it up into like three different stores, like they kind of did with the with the Mervins when Mervins went out of business. Uh huh. You know, it'd be cool to see three smaller stores come into it. Um, yeah. If that's what they're going to do with the building. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, yeah. Because they have, like, two outdoor sections. The back's an outdoor section. They have the nursery, which is the nice outdoor section. Yeah. And it's a pretty big building inside, so you could really set some cool stuff up in there if you wanted to. Yeah. Like, you know, do you know what would be sick there? A golf cart course. Not golf cart. Fucking... Go-kart? Go-kart. Yeah, that. You should start it, man. I don't got money for that, but it'd be sick. Get a loan. I, uh, not, You're the guy, man. I am the guy, but I'm not the guy. I'll, I'll think about it. If I was going to do a business in there, I'd do something different, but I don't want to say what it would be because people would be like, oh my God, that'd be legit, and they'd probably do it before I could do Are it. Are you actually going to do it? I'm, considering how they set it up when they get it done, you know? <laughs> Anyway, speaking about development, um, they're talking about doing a roundabout down at Chicken Ranch. Yeah, right. Um, right on Highway One Hundred Eight, right in front of Chicken Ranch. Yeah. Uh, the the Caltrans guy is really stoked on it. He thinks it's going to be a a good move. Or sorry, not not Caltrans, but uh, this guy from a consulting firm. Yeah, GHD. GHD. Um, and yeah, they think that. He's very convinced that roundabouts work. Um, I think they work, too. I, I know a lot of people up here hate roundabouts. But I think the trick to roundabouts is that you just got to make them big. I, like, I'm, huge. Well, I mean, the issue is that you're not comparing... You're not comparing the roundabout with how it is now. Like now you can fly through there, obviously. Yeah. Um, But the issue is that there's been a lot of accidents there yeah and they need to do something so the consideration was put a stoplight there yeah or a roundabout i do you want to know my personal opinion on this whole topic sure. i really feel like they really want a stoplight there mm-hmm. but they know they're going to get backlash from the community if they go out and say yeah we need to stop the stoplight here so instead they're like you know what let's give them the shittiest tasting thing first hey guys let's do a roundabout <laughs> I, oh, now this stoplight sounds pretty damn good. Why doesn't does it? everybody hate roundabouts? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. But no, I, but even you, wait, I don't understand. Roundabouts aren't the shittiest thing. They're the good thing. No, I no, I agree. I think roundabouts. I think a roundabout would be a great idea there. Okay. Like literally, I think it'd be great. Uh huh. 
It's uh, you just know the 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 tide of this town. All right. You know they right. they roundabouts. You you say roundabout and like, oh, oh. that's so weird. You get to keep moving. I like cul-de-sacs, but fuck roundabouts. Like, haven't you ever just sat at the stoplight for what seems like ten minutes too long? Yeah. You get you don't do that. You, the, well, everybody the, the, keeps moving around about. I don't understand. The thing that I can't stand is these people sit there and say truck drivers hate those. Fuck that. Truck drivers love that. They don't got to downshift. They just cruise. Right. They don't have to stop. They can just go through it. I think the issue is if they're going to do it, they got to make it big enough to where you don't have to worry about making sharp changes. Right. Maybe it's where you can still be going 30 miles an hour through it. You know? Cuz I wrote I think it's 45 right there, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. It's not it's not that fast. Yeah. And then have it where you have separate lanes, like specific lanes. If you're going to turn into Chicken Ranch, you have to be in that middle lane. Or the... the, the, the I think it's only one lane. lane. I think it's only See, one lane. See, I don't lane. think that would work out. I think it'd be fine. I don't. No, because like, you got it like... Roundabouts work really well when they're designed. Mm-hmm. Like when they're designed well, they work. It's really not well. big enough to have a multi-lane. If you read what they're planning on doing with Chicken Ranch, I think they could make it big. They own both sides of the highway there. To have a double lane roundabout, you have to have like a yeah. gigantic diameter, like two hundred feet or something. I I think they could probably fit something like that in there if they wanted to. There's not enough traffic though. For two lanes, like the only traffic is like up and down the highway, and then occasionally someone comes out of Chicken Ranch or goes into it. I guess you got a point. Like I'm thinking 95% more like, of the traffic is going to be just straight through. Yeah. See, I don't know. But that, that was kind of my thing. Like, if you have a center lane where the people in that lane, the people coming down or going through, don't have to sit there and worry about the murder. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter that much either. My thing is people that are going to be turning left going... Up the highway, turning into Chicken Ranch, the people coming down mm-hmm. aren't going to yield for them at all. Because when you're in a roundabout, you're supposed to yield to the traffic in the roundabout. They're just going to assume they're going to be going up the highway and then they're going to yeah. hit them. <laughs> and, and that's why I'm saying, like, if there was a separate lane that they could be into where the people yeah. come down would be like, yeah. those people are definitely going in that lane. Yeah. So you might only need a double lane on the uphill side. You know? Yeah. I mean, they show the proposal. I don't think they're going to do it. But. No, I, I don't think so either. But I really think they're really just floating this idea as a way to, like, drag the stoplight into it. It's like, yeah. Way cheaper, way more feasible. Just do it this way. That's, it, that's yeah. interesting because, like, you'll totally be at fault if you pull out in front of someone in a roundabout, especially someone yeah. who doesn't have their blinker on. I got honked at so hardcore in Gardnerville the other day. Yeah. Because I entered the roundabout, and the guy that was entering it to the right of me thought I had to yield to him. And it's like, no, nah, buddy, I'm in the roundabout. I don't yield to you. Right. So I just, yeah, that, he, that guy pissed me off. Yeah. He proceeded to tailgate me all the way down 395. I, maybe we'll get used to it slowly here, and then uh, and then we'll all learn how to, the whole county will learn how to drive in roundabouts, and then we'll get them all over, and it'll be sweet. I think they're great. Yeah. I like roundabouts. I think w- with the concern for truck drivers and whatnot, 
Small roundabouts do suck. Like, if it's really short, yeah. I, when I used to drive a truck going through roundabouts that were short, like, I'd just curb up over it. And say, mm. I, I, <laughs> and, well, instead of cutting it wide to where you're, like, literally almost in the Like a lanes, glove. You just go <laughs> right over the top and say, fuck it, there we go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I don't know if you noticed, but those tighter roundabouts, a lot of the cities are going back and, like, chopping those curves in half. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed that. mm where like a small car might get hung up on it, but like a truck can go over it, no problem at all. Okay. If they need to. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I just think they need to make it big enough to accommodate trucks going through it. Yeah. And that's all I yeah, have to say fair. about yeah, that. Yeah, that's 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 you know totally fair. I'm sure they'll land. It's a highway. They have to. They. Uh, yeah. They, I'm sure there's certain regulations you have to work with when you're. They're working, not dumb. Or you're working on a highway. Yeah. Just plop the ground about there. Hope Tuolumne County figures this shit out. Right. Could you imagine if we had roundabouts like up at Dodge Ridge and Pinecrest and everywhere? Yeah. I'm sure we've talked about Dodge Ridge, but it's just insane how yeah, bad the drivers are up there. Yeah, that place is kind of shitty. Well, not the place, but the driver. Their road systems, their setup is kind of weird, too. Yeah, definitely. You go places like Bear Valley or you go like even like Kirkwood and whatnot, it's so much better designed. Yeah, you have to drive like 10 miles on a two-lane road. Yeah. Oh, that's covered in ice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, what are you going to do? Just don't go there. <laughs> go somewhere better. Yeah. Go to Little Sweden. Yeah. All right. How many more do we got? Uh, Were you around for that fight in no. Tuolumne? Who was that guy? Uh, it was this guy, actually. Who was the other guy, though? Uh, this guy is the guy that broke into the Humane Society. Oh, fuck that. Calaveras. Who's that guy? Ugh. His buddy. Oh. They're friends? I guess. I know that guy. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. He's a dumbass. Do you know what he did? Yep. With the gun? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I read the article when yeah, it yeah. first came out. Nice. Did you want to take it over? Ah, some guy was in Tuolumne at the loggers bar. Uh, I, I, I don't know. He's got a killer stash. I don't know if he was in the loggers club or it, it sounds like he was around the park too, running around with a gun <laughs> threatening people and uh, threatening people to fight. And He just wanted to have a good yeah, time. Yeah, just, just fucking around with a gun. Oh, isn't it a pellet gun? Uh, yep, it was a pellet gun. Nice. We had a bunch of knives, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fixed blade knives. Yeah. Pretty smart. The police showed up and detained him. He had a scanner, pepper spray. And, and two, two meth pipes. Two meth pipes, <laughs> not one. He came prepared. He got to double fist that shit. <laughs> double fisting. What you huffing over there? Oh, yeah. uh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, he's in jail now. That's a good place for him. Yeah, well. It's unfortunate. Governor Brown came to town. Yep. Downtown Sonora. He was at the Sportsman. Um, guzzling beers and buying some ammo. Nice. Nah, it seems like he just hung out with some local people. He was here for a wedding or something. Yeah, but he like he's totally wearing a sweater hanging out. Like I would not even know that he was a governor by looking <laughs> at that picture. <laughs> like honestly. Yeah. He just looks like he's out of place though. Yeah. Like what what what? <laughs> Selfie. So he hung out with the uh, sportsman and then stayed at the... Gun house? Gun house, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
It sounded pretty cool. Everybody was happy to see him. At least they put on their nice faces <laughs> because everybody fucking hates that guy in this town. I don't understand why, <laughs> but I mean, whatever. Yeah. I understand why, but yeah. Follies, you need to respect him no matter what. Well, then they respect your governor too. Yeah. Um. I don't know. He, he uh, also stopped in Velocito too and was talking to a to a guy. Oh, cool. He like dug up some stuff in the garden, hung out with him, talked about the history. I think that's cool. I wish more people would do shit like that. Yeah, he grew up here, I think. Or, yeah. yeah, around the area. Yeah, I think that's why. But uh, he apparently left his phone number with the owners of the gun house. With the gun house, they could call me anytime. Yeah, call me if you need anything. So that's, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, it's good. Good press. Good, good press for Governor Brown. Mm-hmm. Anyways, are we going to end this puppy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, have fun out there. Peace out. Bye. Bye.